0: This week's Major Spoilers podcast goes out to Brian Genninger. I like that name. That's a good one. Jordan Medina, also good. Matt Lowe, Tony Lenzo, Ivan Peterson. Oh, now there's, yeah, I like that one. Daniel Weiss, Eric Steele, Charles Albaugh, Trevor, Ivan, Flergen, Hervin, Trevor, you know who you are, man. And Darren Apple, all of whom are fine and faithful, spoilerites. And this one goes out to the collective
1: thems.
0: Issue in honor of the flash and open that only he can understand and the major spoilers podcast is on the air welcome to issue one uh, 515. Five, five, one, and five, five, fifteen. <laughs> one
1: five one five five one five it means something it doesn't it. <laughs> We're recording it on uh, pretty close to April fifteenth. You know what that means?
3: Today means something special. This means <laughs> something.
0: What's that thing you're doing with your potatoes, Stephen?
1: It means something. It looks like Raquel Welch. Oh, later <laughs> on in the show, just for you, young Zach. Oh yes, Mark Wade's the Flash.
3: Woo! Yeah. Zoom! Zoom! Zip! Pretty okay,
1: close. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but first, let us get
1: to some news.
4: <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, is it me?
1: Suddenly have developed a cough. Uh, a lot of items going up on the Major Spoilers website this week, including the brand new Star Trek Into Darkness trailer. Oh, my gosh. There's also Jamie Foxx, who looks a little blue as Electro. Kickstarters uh, Greg Pack, Jonathan Colton, and uh, Takashi uh, Miyazawa reached their Kickstarter goal in 24 hours for their Code Monkey comic. Uh, Zod has a message for the citizens of Earth. And the question is, did you get your 700 free issues? Let's spin the wheel and see where we land this time. And it lands right there on Jamie Foxx, looking a little blue as Electro, the Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man 2... Going on right now in New York City and a bunch of other places. We got our first look of uh, Jamie Foxx in his Electro makeup. And Matthew, he's yes. not in a green suit and he doesn't have uh, an Electro bolt uh, mask shooting off his face.
0: If he doesn't have a lightning starfish, he's not Electro. And well, that's all i am uh, going to say about it. it he's he Ultimate act- Electro.
1: Yes, he is. He is Ultimate Electro. And really... Does that come as a surprise to any of you that they've uh, continually go to the Ultimate Universe for, um, w- I guess what's going on in their Marvel comic universe? I mean, Captain America's look was based off the Ultimate uh, mm-hmm. Avengers, uh, felt more like Ultimate Avengers. We've got the Amazing Spider-Man, which has a lot borrowed from the Ultimate Universe. So, is it is it strange that Electro is Blue Electro from the uh, from the comics?
0: Not really, because the whole point of the Ultimate Universe, at least from what I can tell, was to modernize the existing bits of the myth and some of the things that might be embarrassing, like Captain America's head wings and, you know, Spider-Man being also a super genius who can build this impossible technology. You know, I, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. And to be frank and to be honest, or I'll be earnest. How about congrats. you just be
1: Matthew? Uh,
0: no, no. No, I don't want to do that. Anyway, if you were to put Electro's starfish mask on somebody, they would look utterly ridiculous in real life. <laughs> um, now, the, the, the one exception to that was a couple of years ago, we had an awesome guy, I think, who did a cosplay of classic Electro and got that mask exactly right. But it was also something that was specifically designed to look like the John Busema you know, starfish face. Right. I think if you tried to put that in front of kids Zach's age and the people who are going to see the Avengers movie and the Spider Man movie and, you know, the pew, 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 the kids with all their rock and roll and their uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hands and their, their skateboards, they would laugh at Electro's classic costume.
1: Do you skateboard, Zach? I did in high school. Oh, okay. Do you have a Zach? What was that? I think you cut out there, Matthew. Did you
3: ask if I've ever snorted a condom up my nose? Because the answer is no.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, Zach, you've taken a look at uh, Jamie Foxx and his electro gear. I have. Yeah, he's kind of hooded. Got some blue makeup. Kind of looks like uh, Mr. Freeze from uh, the Batman and Robin yeah, movie. kind of looks like, looks like
0: Electricity is what killed the dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He, he walks in. What is up?
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> I'm a killer. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think there, Zach?
3: Oh, um, I yeah, I don't know. I never read anything with the, any Electro in it. I have, I think I read some of the stuff with old Electro in it at one time, or at least I've recognized the costume enough. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not it, which is interesting. Um, the 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 dots we were talking about the dots oh yeah right uh, before head. the show mm-hmm. on his hood which, um, could lead to possibly interesting things on what they can possibly do with that with either their lights or yeah it looks the like, like they're looks like, like they're lights Rodrigo thinks
1: uh, it looks like they're lights because I'm looking up uh, some other pictures now and his face is really lit up and it looks like there is light coming from those little little dots uh, to make him look a little bit more blue. Yeah, we'll see. When and that uh, that works for me, I guess. If you're going to make a glowing person underneath that mask, it's a lot easier to do with practical light yeah. than it is to uh, try to post some of that stuff. Yeah,
0: they're going to have to do both. Oh, apparently, oh, yeah. apparently, if his uh, electro's Ultimate favorite
1: Electro. electro's favorite band, apparently ACDC. Mm. <laughs> Rodrigo, what do you, what do you think about this look?
2: Um, I think it tells us a few things. they are. Uh going pro, I, I'm going to guess going to go the like industrial accident route you know I mean I, I aside, aside from a guy with uh or, or you know any sort of accident sure sure sure. aside from a guy who is blue we're also seeing a guy in a tattered hoodie and ripped up jeans mm-hmm. so my I, I would imagine that uh we're gonna see some um Somebody who got screwed over by Osborne Osborne Industries. Okay. Yes. Now that's, we have. That's, seen that's the county above mine is Osborne. What is that? What's
1: mm-hmm. the other uh, company that we've seen pictures of? Um, from um from Mark Webb, he's posted some stuff, and it's a like a brand. Br, well, I don't know if it's brand. Um, uh, brand, brand, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's Rocks on either. I'll have to go back and Stark. Look. No.
0: The, the brand <laughs> corporation would be old-school uh, Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, what's uh, Justin Hammer's uh, company? Hammer Industries, Hammer, right? Hammer, Hammer Industries. Industries. Because in the... Wasn't uh,
0: Justin Hammer in the Iron Man movie? He was. Yeah, yeah. he was.
1: In the Ultimate Universe, um, Dylan, the guy that uh, becomes Electro, Maxwell Max Dylan, Dillon. he undergoes a, a genetic experiments um, under Justin Hammer's guide, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Smythe? No, yeah, I'll, I'll look Smythe. it up. I'll look it up. Um, John's critic is the um, is the scientist who converts him into electro Ill- illegal genetics. Illegal genetics. Ill- yep.
0: Now, looking at this, doing a quick bit of research, ultimate Marvel electro, at least in the picture that I'm seeing, is not blue.
1: Yeah. If you're looking on that Marvel wiki, he's uh, he's red. But, or um, you know, the golden electricity color. Isn't the color. new
0: electro who showed up in like the gauntlet? all glowy and blue or now maybe, or maybe
1: or maybe with the uh, post ultimate
0: maybe they're tying into that whole uh electric superman thing from
1: 1995 oh so that means the fox see is also going to be red red
0: Jean. electro blue no yeah. they're actually going to get Marlon wayans to be electro red
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: practical effects you see
4: yeah you
0: give him a white hoodie with a flashlight ooh and then they can do in living color sketches and it'll be awesome
3: um what I'm looking at is the blue electro is the, he blue in the ultimate Spider Man animated show that's going on? Oh right yeah, now? that's
1: it. That's it.
0: Would that
3: be it?
1: Uh the other one that I was thinking of, Ravencroft Indis- uh, the Ravencroft Institute. That's where we've seen a lot of other pictures. Does that have anything to do with anything, Matthew?
0: Yes, the Ravencroft Institute is from uh roughly the time of the clone saga, as I recall. Mm. Uh that's where Carnage and Shriek lived during uh or were kept. It's an insane asylum. They were kept ah, where okay. there. It's basically Arkham Asylum for Sub- Spider-Man.
1: Sl- subfloor level three, emergency medical lab, interrogation room, medical inspection lockup, voltage cells, Ooh. weapon pickup, and interrogation room, and and Ravencroft security ops.
2: <laughs> and to the left, the Rhino, <laughs>
1: <laughs> played by Paul Giamatti.
2: Exactly. Hi, uh, I'm the
0: Rhino.
3: You guys still really, looking forward? Are you guys still looking forward a nice to this below.
0: movie? I've never
3: been I mean we never really, um I haven't really seen anything besides a few pictures, but uh yeah, I'd like I like the one they just put out last summer, so or was that last summer?
1: Two summers ago. Two summers ago? Yeah. yeah.
3: Wow, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I'd like yeah. I enjoyed that movie, so once that I'll thing go watch shows this. up
0: on cable and I've seen it, I might
1: be interested. You might like it after it's been edited for TBS.
0: No, I don't see it on TBS. I'll see it on like Epics or something. Oh okay. Spider
2: Man, you are they're... such an airhead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's uh, a bolt from the blue, shocking, isn't it?
1: Oh, I, I, I guarantee you that line will be in there. I guarantee something. you that line will be in the movie.
0: What a shock. Now, the shock! No, the shocker do, is the other guy.
2: Yeah, I think it would be. It, it, it would be a cool way to play it if Spider-Man kept making all of those jokes, but like Electro just wasn't having it. Yeah, or like yeah. he didn't get them. He's like, "Why do you keep saying stuff like that?" That's just stupid. Yeah, what's <laughs> what's your deal Spider-Man? I'm just yeah. trying to kill you with electricity.
0: I'm like, "Whoa." And like, whoa. I'm like totally blue and electric like, "Whoa."
1: I just it's hard for me to see Jamie Foxx under that blue makeup for whatever reason. I think it's because it's all smoothed out around his nose and face. It's like it's eyes. like
2: iridescent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's, cool. Fox to me. Well,
0: as much as anybody blue. Blue is an unnatural an, yeah. color for yeah. humans. I mean, he looks... It, oh, doesn't, well, of it course. doesn't look like
3: Django at all. No, 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 no. I thought Django was Will Smith.
0: I always get those confused.
3: Mm, no. <laughs> if you look at
0: the first shot with him in the hoodie, I can see a resemblance to the makeup he wore as Ray. When he was Ray Charles, but... Okay. Oh.
1: There are a lot of uh, really cool uh, other things over at Major Spoilers this week. Maybe you guys checked out the... Uh... The message from Zod, and saw some of the big pictures. Zod looks, uh, Michael Shannon looks pretty creepy. Yeah, he does when he looks all angered out. Supposedly, we're gonna get the third trailer this week. Yeah. To today, maybe yeah, tomorrow. I, mean,
3: I came out right before I came over here.
1: Oh, did you post it on the site?
3: No, I Zach. I was walking out the door. My room. it's like, like, hey, look at this.
1: Get busy. <laughs> get it up on the site. Okay, I'll do it right now. All right, you can find Come on. hopefully that uh, commercial. Over there in that trailer over there at Majorspoilers.com. Uh, I want to take a moment and thank everyone who's become part of the Major Spoilers uh, subscription plan. Uh, I'm working on the site. Somebody was saying the other night, when do you ever get sleep? I don't. I am trying to find even more time in my day so I can get the uh, subscriber-only site up and online. It just needs a few tweaks and a test. And then I'm going to put everyone who is a 5 and $10 a month recurring subscriber into that sub, uh, secret uh, site. And you'll be seeing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. We've got another podcast that we need to sit down and record. Uh, I think i picked. I think I found the movie that we'll all sit down and record Ooh, and talk um, about. And I might even bring in somebody who's even knowledgeable about that movie. So uh, you can find out more about the subscription plan. You can find out more about our funding goat all over at Majorspoilers.com. And thanks to everybody who's already been a part of that. Let us get to some reviews. <laughs> All right, so reviews this week. Uh, Matthew, why don't you uh, tell us about Wolverine number two? I uh, oh, got a real right. kick out of the first issue, and I was looking forward to the second issue, but then again, not always following everything Marvel. I didn't know when that issue came out, so apparently it was last week.
0: Yeah, on Tuesdays, there's this thing in major spoilers, the uh, coming attractions.
1: Uh, usually when I get down that far in the list, I am usually start to drift off. <laughs> Plus, there's so many Wolverine titles. That's I true. don't know which is the one that we read. He,
0: he does have. He's got Savage Wolverine, 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 Wolverine Max, Max, Wolverine, yeah, yeah. and the X Men. Uh, detective Comics featuring Wolverine, Uncanny yep.
1: Wolverine, Friendly Neighborhood Wolverine, and, and don't forget everybody's favorite Wolverine and uh, and Detective Chimp. <laughs>
0: Wolverine and Detective Chimp is probably made up. It's all no, no, the same. no. It's, it's
1: right there. It's right there. Uh-huh.
0: I think it's a detective title? chimp from a different company.
1: No, shut up. Yes, But so
0: are the Detective it's, Comics. The, so the, okay. Those
1: those two companies are basically the same.
0: What? Yep. Disney is Warner. Well, actually, now that you mention it.
1: Yep. So tell me about uh, Paul Cornell's Wolverine number two. I'm really interested to see if the issue is as strong as the first one was.
0: Wolverine. Well, the first one was pretty awesome. Um, It it gave us enough about Wolverine to go, hey, this sure is Wolverine, while not pushing all of the, the cliche trigger buttons. The best there is at what I do. Did he now i going go into a berserker rage. Did he say bub? I didn't see him say bub. Did he smoke a cigar? But he did twice say, I'm an Avenger, which is kind of awesome.
1: Did he put um, clothes on?
0: Yes, he put clothes on. Last issue, Wolverine fought against a guy with a gun, and it was like a space gun, and tried to save the guy and had to kill the guy, and then it turned out that somehow the gun or something also possessed the boy's child or the man's child, and now there's a 12-year-old boy running through the streets of New York with a giant disintegrating frap gun. However, across town, at the 50th Street Depot, something strange is happening as a group of criminals and a group of cops show up and have a conversation like they're all sharing one mind. Mm -hmm. And when the last criminal shows up late, cops and criminals alike open fire on him and says, well, it'll take too long to get him to accept what's going on. And they blow him away. Then we go back to Wolverine. Wolverine in this issue is the same approachable Wolverine that we got last issue. A Wolverine where if this was every Wolverine story that I've ever read, this would be one of my favorite characters. Because he starts out trying to track down the kid with the frap gun. And an old homeless man sitting on the street says, I've seen him. He got in a van and drove away. And the guy's like, I don't know. You want to buy some protein health? It's uh, got curds in it. And the really weird part is Wolverine then buys it, drinks it, and has a conversation with this uh, clearly addled man. It's fascinating. It's really cool character work. The reason that he drinks the horrible stuff is that it may be poisonous, but at least it'll clear his palate enough to where he can start smelling the kid again. How cool. Yeah, basically he's trying to destroy his sense of smell and taste so that it'll grow back and he'll be able to use his senses to track the kid down. It's really awesome. It's the kind of thing that works within the nature of his powers and really makes him feel like an entertaining character. Excellent. Yeah, it's neat. The kid shows up, starts shooty shooting him, blangity blangity, shooting him with the magic frap gun. And uh, some sort of thing gets wedged in his arm. Remember that in Wolverine's arm in Wolverine's arm. arm. It seems to be a bullet or a projectile of some sort from the evil frap gun. And then he finds the kid and he has a discussion with whatever is controlling the kid. And then the boy jumps off a 30 story building.
1: It's really creepy. Wait, so does the kid die?
0: That's a good question. You know how I hate it when they put children in danger and it's really awkwardly and badly done. Mm hmm. Wolverine gets to save the day, but also gets to be the villain of the piece. Because you may recall, he killed this kid's dad. So when the boy wakes up, he's no longer possessed, but he looks up at Wolverine and he's like, you're the guy who killed my dad. Oh, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Then Samuel Jackson shows up in a flying car, which is nice. And the issue is. I don't know how really to describe it. It's probably the best street level Wolverine. That Marvel has put out in a long time. I liked the Frank Miller take on the character. And there was some stuff that, you know, I felt was really well done around the time that Jim Lee was drawing X-Men in the 90s, 91, 92. Mm-hmm. But since then, I find that that people really stretch the character to make him everything to everyone. He's a samurai who's also a berserker, who's also a superhero, who's also, you know, amazingly swift and smart and has all of the ridiculous things that come with being a superhero but he's better than everybody else, and he's this thoughtful philosophizer who likes beer and sings really well. But on the last page of the issue, after the appearance of Nick Fury Jr., as played by Samuel L. Jackson, Wolverine looks up and says, okay, now I know we're in trouble, because hovering over him is Uatu the Watcher, standing in the middle of New York City, and anybody who knows Marvel lore knows that the Watcher only shows up when there's something to watch. Last time we saw him was in the tail end of the secret invasion when all hell was breaking loose. Hmm. That scares me. Actually, it does. This well, is a good issue.
1: So let me ask you, though, mm-hmm. with uh, Uatu showing up, is this yes. going to be a contained event or is this going to spill out all across the Marvel Universe? Well,
0: this is a four part series. This is part 204, so I presume that it's going to be the first four issues of this book. It doesn't feel like it's anything that's going to spill out of this book for two reasons. One, each of his teams Wolverine wants to call in, and he says, till I know what's going on, none of them, which I like, the fact that he is you know the headmaster of everything and also an avenger and a defender and a member of the fantastic four and sure. i'm pretty sure he's uh, the former drummer for sticks as well but um i like this issue if it does spill out and it's done this well it's drawn by alan davis and written by paul cornell i might not mind this is a solid issue this is four slices of meatloaf right here cool
1: bought and bought. very
0: well done
1: Bought. All right. Excellent. That was last week from Marvel Comics. This week from Dark Horse Comics, we've got Star Wars, Darth Vader and the ninth assassin number one. So some people may remember that uh, Anakin Skywalker got all jacked up at the end of uh, whatever episode three title was.
0: Episode three, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge
3: yes. of the Sith. Guys. Revenge of the
1: Nerds. Yeah. And uh, this story takes place some months after. The events of that movie where you said the it's Emperor, called the
0: Ninth Assassin?
1: Yeah, the Ninth Assassin.
0: Which means it's three better than the
4: Sith?
1: Well, we'll find out because here's the deal. Uh the Empire has taken over, a lot of corruption going on. Uh Darth Vader, who the narrator is basically saying is just a mindless drone out there to enforce, is making um people sign treaties with one another and give up concessions and get money uh probably filtered over to the Empire. Um, maybe not unlike what Cloud City may have had to have done um, to turn the uh, Empire's gaze away from them in uh, Empire Strikes Back. So, anyway, what happens is the narrator is one of the people forced to sign the concession with the uh, with the dreadlock uh, alien guys that we saw. I forget what the the Kit uh, Fisto alien race.
0: Oh, um, oh, it was okay. the Okay.
1: Uh, Rodrigo says Nademoidians, I'll go with that. So anyway, uh, this guy who's used to a very cold climate is now trudging through the jungle trying to look for someone and he is trying to find the ultimate assassin of all assassins. And they get into this secret lair. Uh, He comes face-to-face, which is something you shouldn't do, with probably one of the best assassins in the galaxy. Someone who looks a lot like Darth Vader in that he wears uh, you know, similar armor plating. And he's got a, uh, more like a, a new Cylon, you know, the new Cylons from the updated, uh, Battlestar Galactica series has a face that looks like one of those Cylons. And, um, basically he's saying, look, Darth Vader killed my son and I want revenge. I want Darth Vader dead. I want his head on my lap and I will pay anything to make this happen. And, um, uh, The father gets a glimpse of of this assassin and basically says, you know, I'm not going to pay you unless I see your face. And he tells him what he wants. And he tells him that there were eight other assassins that he paid before that have never been heard from again. And so that's where we get the title Darth Vader in the Night and the Assassin. What's really kind of creepy is the assassin gets right up in the father's face and says, you will not hear from me or see me again until, you know, that's the threat. Mm. And it's like, okay, uh, because he's kind of like this super ninja guy. Well, we get to the end of the book and we find out that the father's ears and eyes have been cut out as he sits there waiting for Darth Vader's head to be served up to him on the platter. It is a creepy ending, but kind of lets you know how serious this assassin is about not anyone knowing who he is and uh, how seriously he takes his job about he doesn't want anyone to ever see him. In fact, uh, the father goes into this lair with about 20 other guys And while he's uh, having a conversation with the head of the the clan or the tribe that this assassin belongs to, he suddenly turns around and all 20 of the guys are dead, and he didn't even know that they were dead. So this is a a pretty badass dude that they have set up in this book, and it is pretty interesting. I've been wanting to read some more Star Wars Mm -hmm. and uh, certainly wanting to see what's going on with Darth Vader, if he's still even an interesting character um, as the story progresses. And I think in this sense that he really is. Um, it's a good story. It's got some good art. Uh, I think there's a, a, the plot is set up well. I don't know how many issues. Let me see if I can see how many issues this is. One 17. of just as number one. Um, but, uh, I'm going to bet it goes on for yeah, about six issues. Probably. Uh, it's good enough to earn three and a half slices of meatloaf. And if you're a star Wars fan and you really like seeing what's going on with Darth Vader, I say, go pick it up out this week from dark horse comics, Rodrigo, Yes, you are looking at a book from Silver Dragon Books, which may surprise a bunch of people because it's an imprint of Zenoscope Entertainment.
2: Whoa! Why would that surprise people? Well, a lot of people look
1: at Zenoscope Entertainment and they're like, "Oh, it's just cheesecakey. All they print is cheesecakey booby art comics, and that's all it is. That's all they right, ever print." Right. Well, that's why they have the Silver Dragon Books for right? all d- ages
2: <laughs> because they don't want to uh, lose their reputation as. As booby <laughs> books. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, Alright, so uh, before I start up on this review, I would like uh, to issue a uh, correction. Kit Fisto is a Nautolan. Okay, there you go. Um, Nemoidians are the guys from the Trade Federation. Oh, the there guys that
1: are go. incredibly racist. Uh... Who are the yes.
2: Twi'leks? Twi'leks have two head tails, so mm-hmm. like your Isla Secura okay, or that. The oh, sexy dancer the... from Jabba's Palace. Right. That's a right. Twi'lek. The, yeah, Isn't, the, the uh, green one.
1: What is uh, Ahsoka? Isn't she one of those?
2: No, she's a Togruta. Oh, okay. A Togruta is a a Twi'lek from France. Kind of, actually. They just have, like, they 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 have head tails, too, but they have that, like, bone array on their head. Ah, all right.
1: Man, I am so not up on my Star Wars stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, We should start
1: a whole new podcast.
2: Yes. (laughs) Have fun with that. Steven Mm -hmm. on the expanded universe.
1: Oh, boy. I don't think I could even start. I don't think I could even scratch the surface.
0: Probably not. Hey, put it this way though: you get a lot more Bigs, Dark, Lighter.
2: True, a lot, a, a lot of those guys. You get a lot more of. most What about
1: of Porkins? Guys. As long as I can get some more Porkins, then.
2: Porkins you can guys, get a little bit. You can, you can poor. get a little bit more Porkins in like prequel type stuff. Mm-hmm. But Wedge is that where he and
1: Greedo were friends as kids? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Wedge gets a friend named uh,
0: Plane and a friend named Screw and a friend named uh, Fulcrum and yes. they're like the simple machines they're simple machine squadron right and they go out and they save the world all right
1: let's talk about um, family pets number 1
2: view, view, view. family pets number 1 is a comic book it's in black and white um and it tells the story of a young lady she's uh 15 or 16 and um she Has had a rough life. Her parents died when she was very young and she lives with her grandmother and her uncle and aunt. And, um, is kind of resigned to the fact that her life is going to be pretty ordinary otherwise. Um, however, all of a sudden her extended family, uh, turns into animals. Like they turn her aunt turns into a cat her uncle turns into a parakeet, and her cousin turns into a dog.
1: Wow. Voodoo magic or asteroid going by in the middle of the night?
2: We don't see. All we see is um, she has a snake that she keeps in a terrarium, and the (laughs) first sign that we see of trouble is because the snake has broken out, um, and then the snake has turned into a person. And the people have turned into animals.
1: Interesting. Mm.
2: It is, so- it is pretty interesting. Um, now the, the main character is Hispanic and there is almost no gratuitous Spanish. There's one little bit and it's, um, addressed immediately, which is nice. Um, also we spend the first page or so lampshading the fact that, you know, She's 15 and four orphans, this is when magic stuff happens is Mm. when they basically turn into teenagers. And she's like, well, this is never going to happen to me. And then it does. So uh, clearly the uh, uh, the writers must have gotten a note. Hey, you know, you know, that book and or movie and or everything where a 15 year old kid suddenly (laughs) finds out that they're magic. That happens all the time. Uh, so they they're pretty self aware about it um the art is really cute I really like it um the story they tell you i mean you see the the initial um you get you get the initial blast of um polymorphing her family, but you don't get to see why and it kind of ends with a character um that we only saw very briefly halfway through um being kind of flagged as somebody important but that's about it i mean we don't know how or why he's going to be important we don't know if it's the cause of this it's pretty open um all all around i enjoyed it uh there's a lot of cute little things going on you know her grandmother is really computer savvy and when she realizes that um that her daughter has turned into a cat immediately tries to get her to make cat videos to put on the internet. Oh God! <laughs> since she retains <laughs> her human intelligence, um, so there's you know lots of little cute little things like that. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next issue. I'm going to give it, uh, we'll say three and a half slices of meatloaf. Excellent. Uh, definitely very very much above average, and a good uh, fit for an all ages book, you know, it, it right away. So, so this is something to consider if you're, if you're thinking of of, of introducing uh, children in your life to this, uh, very early on, we are automatically told that this girl's parents are dead. So
0: dead. Oh. yes.
2: So, um, and she's, you know, very mature about the whole thing. Um, but you know, just so you know, that's there. Uh, other than that, the it's 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 a bouncy, cute adventure so far.
1: The art's good. I mean, it's, it's a. I
2: I really liked it. Um, I think every character looks. It, it's it's a pretty stylized uh, kind of cartoon style art, but the characters look different enough from each other. Um, definitely, when they turn into animals, but as people, they do as well. Uh, and um, do, do the animals talk?
1: Of, do the animals talk? No,
2: the okay. animals can't talk but uh one like the 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 cat or her aunt starts typing and that's how she oh, can okay. tell that uh that it's that it's all true um cuz usually you just have the word of a guy who claims to be a snake for most of the most of the book
1: ooh it's cool i may have to yeah, check it out
2: yeah it's it's like i mean you know to to In their defense, uh, despite the fact that they are very knowingly going the magic kid route, they're not like, and then I could shoot lasers from my eyes, or and then I could move things telepathically. It's like, and then my family turned into animals, which just seems like all to be a problem. It's not like, oh, some things are good and some things are bad. It's like, the people that make money in my house are now animals. What am I going to do?
1: I will go to a school. Yes. Yes. Do find out more about this. Yes, excellent. All right, Rodrigo. Thank you for that. Uh, out this week from Xenoscope or Silver
2: Dragon Books? I am not I, sure. I,
1: I tried to I tried to find it, and I could find a review that was written this uh, this week about it on another site. Uh, so I'm going to guess that it's out this week. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to Young Zach. Hi, Young Zach. Hello. How are you everybody. today? Oh, I'm just spiffy. It looks like that the uh, the uh, trailer is up for. The Man of Steel? Yes. People can go check that out now?
3: You should. All
1: right. In the meantime, you've got a book to review. Yep. Do you watch Adventure Time?
3: Well, that is a story that I will tell. Oh, okay. Okay. Please enlighten us, please. All right. So I jumped on the Netflix the other day, and lo and behold, a bunch of new Cartoon Network shows Ah. had shown up on the Netflix. And I saw Adventure Time and people people always like, "Oh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time." I'm like, "Oh, Adventure Time." And then I clicked on it and it said and it gives you like a rating on how well you're going to think you're going to like this show or movie whatever. And Adventure Time for me, they rated it as a 4.6 out of 5. So I'm like, "Well, obviously this show is for me." I didn't watch it then because I don't trust <laughs> <laughs> it. But this movie was so much me, because- I decided not to watch it.
2: You watch you didn't watch it because you know that Netflix always gets that stuff wrong anyway.
3: <laughs> right. But as I was searching for a comic to review today tonight on the show or whenever you're listening, hello future listener people. Um uh, well, I made it my own. <laughs> Did you? Are you no. sure? <laughs> no? I just changed a little bit. I just messed it up. Okay. Um I saw kaboom from boom uh had adventure time number 15 out and it said it's a new standalone issue I'm like whatever i'll read it and see if i enjoy it and i did it was unbelievably weird which i assume the show probably is and slightly random which it kind of is um but it did some really cool things just from a comic standpoint yeah Um, so what happens is, uh, what is this guy's name? Magic man. He comes to break up princess bubblegum's tea party, but Jake and Finn, uh, dive in front of a magic bullet that is heading for one of the many princesses at this tea party and it takes away their talking abilities. And so they can't speak words, but they speak pictures and the other characters in this world can still understand what they're saying if they can piece together the pictures. Uh, and I so see. I assume if this was happening in a in a real world that if I was talking, Steven could see word balloons jutting out of my mouth with pictures in them. Because that's the way it seems. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. speaking essentially in hieroglyphics. And there's uh, about five, pa- five or six pages in a row where it's just uh, Jake and Finn talking in these hieroglyphics. And it's uh, amazing because you can still figure them out. You some of them you have to think of a little bit, but it's funny and just the weird type of humor that I assumed Adventure Time was all about. And then they, I mean, they go on and then they help the princesses take out this magic man because, as they describe him, he is a butt.
2: Yeah, magic <laughs> man sucks. Yeah,
3: they 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 do not like magic man at all. And then eventually they use Jake's word balloon speaking abilities to cast what Magic Man thinks are all these princesses with bazookas and such, yeah, and launches magic stuff at him. But it's not; it's just this word balloon that Jake is speaking into existence. Wow! And it was, it was, it was wonderful from a weird comedic standpoint, but cool how they could use the comics uh, storytelling medium to tell a different kind of story. So then I actually enjoyed this comic enough that I then went on the Netflix and now I have watched about four episodes of Adventure Time and I think it is quite funny.
2: Yeah, they have the first season on Netflix and I'm pretty sure that the first appearance of Magic Man is in the first season.
3: Oh, great. And one of the characters in this issue, I forget, her name uh lsp yes the lumpy space
2: lumpy space princess yes
3: and so i read this and i just read it with a normal voice and then i uh, watched an episode of venture time and heard how she talks yes. and it made this issue 10 times funnier how does she talk how yep. does she talk oh like, says the two like, old guys oh God, who don't watch adventure uh, time it's, princess it's, yeah. You'll love this. Oh my this. god! Instead
2: yeah. of like, okay, I'm not gonna do this because it's boring and dumb, so I'm gonna do this instead. Oh. Of,
3: yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of funny. I can imagine that watchers of Adventure Time would really enjoy the comic, because all the anim, the art looks exactly like the show, and so that's still true. And the characters, <laughs> after they have watched uh, some episodes, um, act and talk just the way they do in this. So, so. If you're a fan of Adventure Time, Adventure Time number fifteen will probably be a fantastic read for you. A lot of people not, like
0: 4. it. Four point six out of five. For
3: you. Well, yeah. If I was Netflix ranking this comic, I would say it's probably about. I, mean, I wouldn't say it was that high. It's probably a solid three and a half. Really? Slice of me. Yeah, it's it's good. And I'm going to keep watching Adventure Time because it makes me laugh, and laughing is good for you. A
1: lot of reviews on the site really give it uh, high praise, and a lot of people like the show. I don't get it. But then again, I am not the target audience.
0: I I got, I got enough of it to to realize that it's a post apocalyptic story, which kind yeah. of entertained me. Yeah, but I I don't watch it enough. That it's honestly it kind of runs together in my head with a regular yeah, yeah. show into yeah, like a the regular one with the, That's what the, the blue bluebird. That's with January. the guy. Yeah, the guy with the thing.
1: But I, the kid, I, I think I like that one a lot it. more than Adventure Time. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I've never watched that one. It's yeah. This
1: guy's got easy. a hey, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And there's a big uh, white albino gorilla and a, yeah. uh, what's his name? Man Boobs? I think it's the guy's <laughs> name. I think that's his name. All right, listen, you can find the, uh, All more of the adventure of you. time and regular show fans out there. Are like, you guys
4: suck. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? His name is clearly
1: Butch. Uh, <laughs> his, name can... <laughs> <laughs> his name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. You can read more reviews over at Majorspoilers.com. And you must go there right now if you haven't already. Hello, future people. That's how you do Rush it right, right now. Oh, that's The hilarious. Man of Steel trailer. Zach was uh, talking. I was uh, busy watching, not listening, but watching the, uh, the new trailer.
3: Wow. Yeah. Oh,
4: my
1: goodness. This is going to be so good. But then again, I also said the same thing about uh, the Superman Last Returns <laughs> <laughs> uh, because man, you saw the trailer at Comic Con and it was like, oh my goodness! And then we uh, saw it in the theater and was like, man, Superman's a stalker, deadbeat Dead dad. Yeah, yay! That's what I want in my hero. But you know, I, I I must have flipped off really quick and missed Zack Snyder's name show up in the uh, in the piece. But uh, and it looks it looks really good. Ooh, can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. When's that open? June fourteenth this, this year? Huh? Yeah, I cannot wait. Cannot wait, but maybe you know somebody is like saying, "I really like Superman Returns. It was the best movie ever." Someone probably likes it. Well, you know what? If That's someone it. wants to pick that movie up on Blu-ray, they can head over to MajorSpoilers.com, click on that Amazon.com link, buy, so- buy away.
2: You can even buy things that don't suck. I think I've I've <laughs> I've told you guys what would have what in my opinion would have made that movie like a thousand times better, right?
1: No, Lois Lane. All know, right, know the kid.
2: No, no, no. Hang on. Still the keep Lois all Land that stuff because it's see? important. It's important for this part, right? Okay. So there's that scene, like right? They're, like, in a helicopter or something. It's been a while since I saw it. And, like, Superman's been kryptonited, and he's like, oh, no, I've been kryptonited, and he falls in the water. Yes. And Lois's, Lois Lane's boyfriend jumps in and saves Superman, right? Right, right. My thought was... At this point in the movie, there has to be this green flash of light as this ring flies over to him and says, Scott Summers of Earth, or whatever the crap his name was in that <laughs> <Scott> one. Summers. <laughs> <laughs> you have shown you, same great universe. courage. <laughs> yes, you you have shown great courage. You are now an awesome Green Lantern. And then Green Lantern and Superman team up to fight Lex Luthor. And then they beat each other up over Lois Lane.
1: That would you know, have been a better movie. Be- is
0: if Lois had saved Superman rather than Cyclops doing it?
2: That's true. True. Also, no deadbeat dad. Yeah, that, that also, was the- also the movie not happening at all. But I'm just <laughs> saying, <laughs> if this had been handed to me for a rewrite, Come that's on. what I would have done. He tried. He has sequels
0: to things written in 1977 that came out way too late. It's better than the Phantom Menace. You got to give it that.
2: I guess so.
1: Well. Well, let's let's hope that uh, Brian Singer does better with the new X-Men Days of Future Past.
3: Yeah. What's <laughs> up so?
1: Do you have high <laughs> hopes for that Matthew or no hopes for that one?
0: I'm hoping that they do enough movies to where they get down to an X-Men team continuing of of, of like Rogue and Beak and Morph and the Mimic <laughs> and that one guy and Magnet. Who's the one guy with the thing? Dupe, Gloop, whatever like his a, name is. Oh, I love
1: Dupe. Yeah, Dupe. And and what's the guy, uh, the strong man? Get him in there strong guy, guy. strong guy yeah there you go strong yep. guy'd be
0: good
2: eventually eventually they they are going to start running out and well, they're just going to do doesn't
1: all the know words. what is what is that uh, x factor is that what they Yeah yeah, yeah. he doesn't know that group so sure when he's here strong he's here strong isn't that man. the
3: show that Simon started Yes. after he left american idol
1: god damn
4: i, I mean, see, want if, if there if the the there would have been
3: superheroes in that show i probably would have watched it more and it probably would have lasted longer wow it's
1: time for the four people in attendance and those that want to be with zach also the same four people everyone right (laughs) it's time oh man that's hard in the voice matthew isn't it though yes i've
0: been doing that for like 170
1: episodes if i keep doing that it'll be like it's time for the poll of the week young zach you want a pop Hi, everybody.
4: It's Come time for the of the week. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you brought we my news, We sure do like
4: it here at Major Spoilers. We were wondering which of our stuff that's no longer around are you most excited about having back in around? I,
1: I wouldn't say it's no longer around. It's just uh, we haven't updated it in quite some time. Now, occasionally, you know, hero histories are slowly starting to make a comeback.
0: They are. They are the want
1: list is they, supposed to be making a comeback if Zach wants to get a grade. Well, maybe I don't. And I got an (laughs) F.
3: What's wrong with the want list? Want list is a lot of fun. I love the want list. It's just, you know, everything else that I have to do to potentially graduate. I have to.
1: Yeah, this summer I'm going to have, you know, I think we're going to do... Something a little extra for Zach on film, and we'll talk about it in the next episode of zach on film Woo. because it 's time to start applying some of the
3: things that you're learning oh yeah uh, we're gonna so going. do something secret
1: over the over a long long time we have had features come and features go, and some that have been very very well received, and some maybe not so much received, but as we ramp up the uh, funding goat. <laughs> we will be bringing back more things. More funding, more things. And so I wanted to know today, what lapsed Major Spoilers features are you most excited about seeing return? Zach? I don't know. I've only been aware of Major Spoilers since 2011.
4: I've never Um, heard of any of these features. As true
3: as Steven's statement might be, I have seen all of these things on Major Spoilers, and I (gasps) personally love each and every one of them, but I would really like to see the Major Spoilers Adventures Return. All right. Because I like funny I want to know how I look and, when I'm a cartoon. And I really liked uh, oh, oh, Matthew. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking of you three still. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was going, I don't know if I want any more. I was going back
1: and looking at those the other day and watching the, uh, the Let's Abuse Matthew animated yes. GIF. That was great.
3: Mm-hmm. That should just happen every week. <laughs> just another <laughs> way of like an anvil falling on Matthew's head or a piano <laughs> falling on Matthew's head or like a duck biting his <laughs> finger. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <gifts> <laughs> Man,
1: listeners, see what happens if you uh, if we reach our funding goat. There you go. Uh, uh, Rodrigo, what about you?
2: Uh, let's see. I think I would like to see um, the top 10s. I'll Uh, come back more regular. Get more regular because I think, you know, everybody loves a list. Sure they do. What I hear. Yes. And um, but the best part about top tens is that we have in our uh, site done them infrequently enough that they're usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. I want it to get to the point where we start running out of top ten things to do and start really having to improvise for ridiculous premises for top tens. There you go. Um, To the point where, like, top ten um, and, uh, office supplies on my desk. Top ten kind
0: of stuff. guys with a white stripe in their hair. Well, could, that bucket. could be
1: a good one. Uh, I I agree completely with uh, with Young Zach. I love each and every one of our original creations. So much so that I, I bet if we hit our funding goat, go, you'll see all of these come back. But the one that I'm really most looking forward to... Uh, or I really want to see come back, is the Major Spoilers Adventures, just because they were so funny. I liked them a lot. Matthew, what about you?
0: Well, here's the thing, you see. I, too, love almost all of our features. Uh, I I actually, there was a feud between myself and From the Vault that involved a woman It was ugly, and I'll never forgive
1: him. Well, From the Vault um, is getting close to returning, too. See? Everything is so close. Everything's just within see, that grasp. See you how far I'm reaching out, Zach? That's yeah, how close pretty, we are. Now see how close I am to reaching out to Matthew all the way at the other end of the state? That's, that's about close. how close we are. Oh, that's not close.
3: <laughs> Matthew, what it is <laughs> <What? laughs> <What? laughs> portal guns out man. Oh portal guns. Yeah. See what you're you i with.
0: I'm used to not finishing a sentence on these shows, but I'm not used to not knowing what the hell even I was talking about a minute ago. Uh, for me, though, I had to go with one because a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I lived in a small blue house behind a small, well, actually a larger blue house. Blue our house with a blue little window and a blue electro played by Jamie Foxx. And he's blue for him. And I lived with Otter Disaster, and Otter Disaster was a whack job, but he is one of the most consistently entertaining, engaging, and truly ingenious whack jobs I have ever met. And over the past 25 years, I'm proud to say that he's been one of my closest friends, even though the bastard moved 10 hours away. And so I'm definitely wanting to see hoping for saying to myself
4: please please santa claus can you bring more major spoilers adventures and santa claus says
0: no that otter he's all like working nights and doing his job and supporting his family and being a grown-up and i'm like well f him
1: <laughs> i voted major spoilers adventures says pierce i voted gamers corner said russ cat from ottawa ontario canada uh, my vote goes to Wait, major you have spoilers to
0: pause between ottawa oh yeah Ontario, Canada.
1: We'll, we'll hear from Russ here in just a few minutes. My vote goes for Major Spoilers Adventures, says Mosque, or Mask. Old Comic Fan says, I went with Other because I love everything that you guys do. Uh, I voted really? Other, yes. said uh, Kevin. Um, he'd like to see more board game related stuff. Uh, I chose Other. I really missed the Weekend Edition. Eh, Sack on Film is there. Let that fill your hole. I voted for <laughs> Top 10s <tens> because nerds <laughs> love lists.
0: But it's something completely different. Yes, I mean, of they, course it they is. Can, they can miss something. Hey, you know what?
1: People want to see that uh, that other show come up. That's what Finally Friday's all about that I've been talking about. It's all about talking about the topics at the end of the week. People can make this happen. And, Matthew, how did the uh, Major Spoilers Nation vote so far?
0: I'm looking at 131 votes as of this particular moment in time. 4.16 p.m. on 9.13.13. And a whopping 22% of the people saying Gamers Corner... Followed quickly by Major Spoilers Adventures and Comics Casting Couch. And there in the rear, it's Fetal Bomb. 15% wanting more top tens, 8% interviews, 6% editorials, 19% Comics Casting Couch. I loved that, and I always wish that I could do that, but I could never do that one. I could never. My brain doesn't think like that. 5% saying other, 4% saying more Matthew, less Zach. Really?
2: I don't (laughs) see that
1: one as an option. Uh, it's on my computer right here.
2: Only huh. only twenty people huh. voted, so four percent is actually just Matthew saying more Matthew, <laughs> uh, less
0: sag. So, uh,
2: well, actually, I can you more about more I could, Matthew.
0: We just need. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can tell you about uh, major spoilers adventures, but uh, less the said at the moment. Anticipation the better. All right, hey. let hey. us uh, take a quick break. We're gonna listen to uh, Cat Halo and Russ Cat, two cats, two cool cats.
0: Whoa. Hey, and you know what wow. they say about cats on the internet? Well you got a license to print money now.
1: <laughs> Let's take a listen and when we get back, uh I think we're gonna be talking about what? Oh, the flash. How can we forget about the flash? Stay tuned. Hey, Major Spoilers, it's Russ Cat from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Colin, and I just finished watching a little documentary about Wonder Woman. Uh, It was actually mentioned on the site a few months back, uh, part of PBS's Independent Lens series. Uh, Just a look at Wonder Woman from her creation uh, through the modern times and using her character development as kind of a prism for the American women's rights movement. Um, and how the creation of Wonder Woman allowed for the creation of other such things like Charlie's Angels, the Bionic Woman, Buffy Summers, and so on and so forth. Um, a really interesting little documentary. I wholeheartedly recommend it. So for those who can look at PBS, um, I recommend you check your listings and see if you can catch uh, a reshowing of it sometime in the future. Um, anyways, thanks for doing everything you do, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in this week. Russ Cat from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Um, Rodrigo, did you get to watch the Wonder Woman documentary?
2: Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, wait. Uh, the no, one on PBS, was
1: like a week or so ago. Do you know, you? I forgot to ask, did you know if this is on the online?
2: It is online, I thought. Okay, Either, on the PBS.org? Yeah, you can you can find it online. Okay, cool. So people who missed it. Uh, go check it out
1: pbs.org and if you uh, like what pbs does think about uh, throwing some money uh, to your local pbs station and yes, do that and listeners if you have any thoughts or comments or recommendations or ideas if you'd like to contribute in any way to major spoilers all you need to do is contact us at 785 727 there's Matthew. I, I got
2: i got a i got an idea we'll okay. give we'll give ruscat and Cat Halo, their own podcast, and we'll call it Cats in the Commonwealth. <laughs> Ooh, that's good.
1: Oh, uh, that's actually pretty How good.
2: How about we have them go out with knives and we can call it the
0: Cats Kills? Nice. Where they go and they, no? I just
1: Nothing. like two cool cats.
0: That's kind of cool, yeah.
2: Next poll of the week. Which stupid name for a fictional <laughs> podcast are we going to pick?
0: Cats on film. Yes. They
2: murdered Zach now.
0: <laughs>
3: So, give fulfilling a, uh, the fans' wishes of less, zach.
1: I want to so. give a quick shout out to our sponsor tweaked audio at tweaked audio.com whole okay. bunch of great headphones i'm still enjoying the ones that i wear all the time at work mm. had to switch out to a different pair here at the recording studio because uh just because i'm putting too many things in my ears during the day i need something that actually fits over my ears right but the tweaked audio headphones are so awesome so great i you know what zach what i'm gonna do What's up? i have over here let me get it here I have a pair of tweaked... What are these? What are these? Tweaked... No, 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 not the parkour ones. It's in a pink box here. Oh, these are the Parkour 2 earbuds. The Peter Parkour. These are the Parkour Parkour 2 earbuds. And i tell you what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I am going to... How can we give these away to somebody? Through the mail.
0: Have them come up with the (laughs) best...
1: No, no, no. no. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I am going to open up my email where I keep uh, a listing of everyone who (gasps) is a donor. (gasps) And I'm going to randomly pick someone on this list. Tell me when to stop, Zach. Mm. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Stop. And we stop on. John Costello Jr. out of Queenstown, Maryland. John Costello Jr., I'm going to send you because you are a Major Spoilers contributor. In fact, John donated $20 to us. Hopefully his wife's not listening. This doesn't get him in trouble. But I'm going to send you a pair of these Parkour 2 earbuds for being part of the Major Spoilers fan club or whatever uh, that you want to call yourself.
0: The experience.
1: Yeah, the Major Spoilers experience. So let me flag that so I don't forget about it. Yeah, he's one or of our faithful spoilers.
0: Drive around the country in VW microbuses.
1: Exactly. So I've got another one over here, too. Maybe next week we'll do that again. And maybe Ooh. Tweaked Audio, if you're listening, maybe you'll send over a couple more. Actually, I got two more pair to give away because we have that wooden pair somewhere around here that I was trying to give away quite a while ago and nobody bit. So, yeah, we've got two more pair. I'll do this again next week.
4: Look at that. Nice.
1: Next week and the week after, we'll do that. And if Tweaked Audio wants to send some more to give away, they can. Or, listeners, if you want to catch out the high-fidelity sound of uh, these headphones, these earbuds, you head over to tweakedaudio.com. they got a bunch of different styles, a bunch of different colors. And when you use the checkout code MAJOR, you get 30% off the price. Only at tweakedaudio.com, we thank them for their support.
0: Perfect resolution on Rodrigo's beautiful baritone. Zack's squeaky thing that he does and that moment where I start cackling like a lunatic in a Looney Tunes film.
1: The Flash, Born to Run. The Flash. This came out in, what, 1992?
0: In the day we ride down to the Indy and look for the date on the comic. 92.
1: So at this point, Wally West has been Flash for about, what, eight years?
0: Six or eight. I think he became Flash in... Oh, well, I don't know if it was 86 right or 87. Okay. I think 86, but Crisis on Infinite Earths
1: cuz it would have been right after that.
0: Well, I know his his book started in 87. He became the Flash in Crisis number 12.
1: 1986 then. There you go. So, for eh, what is that 4 6 years he's been the Flash. And a lot of people know about Kid Flash cuz he was around for a long long time, mm-hmm. but Often what happens after you get uh, a reboot or a zero hour or a recapping, at some point you want to go back and tell a little bit more about uh, that character's origin. And instead of creating a whole new reboot, DC hired this uh, young whippersnapper by the name of Mark Wade to come in and take over the Flash. And thus begins what I think one of the greatest Flash runs ever with the Flash born to run. Starting with issue, what, 62 here is what we're looking at. Mm. So, Zach, Mm -hmm. your first experience, your first uh, exposure to Wally West Flash. Yes. Why don't you give us a rundown of what uh, takes place in the story?
3: All right. So what we have here is Wally going over to his grandfather's house and finding a scrapbook that his aunt had kept. Of his childhood and then his growing up and whatnot. And it's him recollecting how he became um, Kid Flash the summer he went to stay with her. And how he met Flash and the incident that gave him his abilities. And then how he started pairing up with the Flash and learning um, his abilities and what he could possibly do. With his newly acquired skill set, and then kind of some of his first uh, adventures and takedowns of supervillains, and uh, a lot right alongside the Flash, would be I would say a gist of what we read here.
1: Matthew, at what point do we mm-hmm. get? Uh, do we start with the narration of "I'm Wally West, the fastest man alive"? Did that start? I did that start with his first appearance or did that really kind of become a Mark Wade thing?
0: That was a Mark Wade thing. Mark Wade originally did that when he wrote uh, the comet in impact comics. He started with, uh, my name is bloody blue. I'm the comet and I'm a giant blue psycho. I like and he that. He brought though. that with him.
1: I like that. Flash. That really makes the, the flash work because so much of this tale is, and so much of all the flash tales during Mark Wade's runs are, um, you know, being narrated by Wally, you know, I've got five seconds to get this bomb out of the the building. I can do it because I'm the flash, the fastest man alive. Oh, and, gosh. uh, and, uh, you know, we get, get carried out, uh, with this story. So, um, yeah, so I think Zach, you kind of summarized what's going on here. Uh, I think probably the biggest thing is. That Wally really hates living with his parents in Nebraska, right? And who can blame him? He's from Nebraska. Nebraska's a horrible state. He wants to go (laughs) hang out. Nice. (laughs) That's for Rob. Nebraska's a fine state.
2: I will say this about Nebraska: the only people that tend to care about Nebraska are like Kansans. Right. Because it's <laughs> yes. somebody to shake yes. their fist at.
0: Because <laughs> it's the, and only that's state the thing. worst in
1: Kansas.
2: There are people on both coasts going, What's the difference? Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Um, he would much rather, Wally would much rather go and spend his time in Keystone City. Keystone City, Kansas. So, uh there's actually uh, twin cities uh, on the border between Kansas and Missouri Zach, Keystone mm-hmm. City and Central City, right? And Keystone City was, was that Wally West or was that Jay Garrick? Jay Garrick
0: started out in Keystone okay, City. Okay, he started Ray, out in Barry Keystone Allen City. Barry Allen was in Central City. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So both sides of the river, uh, basically. Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri is where you can kind that, of imagine. That's
0: the post-crisis origin. yeah, right yeah, yeah, they. yeah. They were originally separate cities on separate earths.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, how they brought Central City in, no, how they brought Keystone City into the modern time is really pretty cool, too. Yeah. Mm. where it was trapped in a time bubble for a long time and nobody knew it was there. And then suddenly one day there it is. Stupid um, wizard. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. the <laughs> wizard. But, uh, so he really wants to live in Keystone city, the home of the flash, his idol. Mm-hmm. And he really hates his parents. You know, it comes out that they're just, he doesn't feel like they love him. And I guess one of the, the key points in the whole story is that his family does love him. His father does love him. And he, does love his father. And so we do get to see a little bit of a switch between <laughs> thinking of the flash as his idol slash father figure and really realizing that his dad is his father. And that's
0: who well, we in really his loves. defense, the 87 flash book had his father acting like a total douche and at one point trying killing to his, kill him yeah,
1: and killing his mother, right?
0: I don't remember if he killed his mother, but I know that his father was one of the man hunters. Oh okay. Right. During the big uh crossover, the Legends crossover, or right. whatever came
1: with the Manhunters. So um uh, so yeah, we've got that going on. What'd you think of the story? Did that give you kind of a good background of who Wally West is and where he comes from?
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it um uh, for I mean, as origin stories go and tellings of uh those runs, I en- I enjoyed um watching him interact with Barry and uh finding out who the, who other flashes are? Because this is my second Flash I've uh, ever read besides Barry Allen. And so now you the have Wally stuff. West. Yeah, now I have Wally West. So I wonder, uh, Rodrigo.
1: One of the one of the kind of cool things uh, in this is that even though Barry Allen is right there as the Flash when lightning strikes twice mm-hmm. and Wally becomes Kid Flash, not once in this in this arc does Barry reveal to him. That he is yeah. indeed the flash, and so Wally goes around saying, "Oh my God, Barry is so boring hes so so lame. stupid and <laughs> so iris. why don't you just go out with the flash guy and uh do you find that odd
2: uh it's it's very like gold and silver age kind of kind of a thing. It's like I must not let anyone ever know my secret identity for this could cause troubles for me." Um, even, even to your new kid partner, you don't reveal your secret identity. Um, it seems like at some points it's like really inconvenient because he has to like call Barry and Barry has to be like, Oh, I'll call the flash. <laughs> 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 right. So, but then if you consider that the flash is so fast, then like little, um, Clerical issues like that are probably not a big deal, except they actually do turn out to be. Um, That you know, he's like, "Oh, I can't wait for the Flash to get here, so I'm gonna go take on Mirror Master all by myself."
1: Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can see where you're coming from on that. Um, What did you think, Matthew? I mean, is that a little weird, or is that just Barry's? uh...
0: That was Barry's shtick, though. I mean, Barry's. At certain points, did, did, did the speed was... Did the
1: super friends know that he was uh, Barry Allen? What? Justice League, did they know it was Barry Allen? Oh,
0: uh, some of them did by that point in time. Well, actually, at this point in time, if we presume that this is early enough in his career, Wally was only the second person that Barry told that he was the Flash.
1: The first being Iris.
0: The first was Iris. But here's the thing. Iris actually found out... Before Barry told her, because Barry talks in his sleep. But uh, Wally was, I think Wally didn't find out for like 15 issues. Wow. That, you know, his boss was also his uncle or gonna be uncle or something. But at that point in time, that was kind of de rigueur when, you know, it's the Silver Age. And my French is pathetic. But this was the Silver Age. You had a secret identity because Superman had a secret identity. And that's why you had a secret identity. And that's why the song is. So I think that what Wade was doing there was trying to be – trying to honor the spirit of what went on when, you know, Broom and Infantino were doing that back in the late 50s. Oh, yeah, sure. While also trying to make it all make more sense. And I liked the little digs. I liked that kind of that realistic thing of Wally thinking he was talking to the Flash about, you know, what a loser this other guy is. You yeah, understand, yeah, yeah. right, Flash? Nudge, yeah, nudge, yeah, yeah. wink, yeah. wink. We're, we're super speed men of the world. We know. And you can just, you can kind of see Barry's face with that. Yeah, this is awkward. (laughs) I love that. I really enjoy that bit.
1: I, uh, some of the parts that I enjoyed were, you know, uh, Barry working with Wally to unlock his powers. You Mm -hmm. know, first Barry just thinks, oh, you've been struck by lightning, same chemicals. Bada boom. You should have the same speed power here, kid catch. And then he drops it, this microscope on the floor. And then it takes them going out and throwing the baseball, and just subconsciously just throwing the ball a little bit further, and telling Wally to go get it that unlocks his speed, which I think was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Just all the training. I mean, that's what these four issues are: is the training sequence of okay. Now here's how you can learn to vibrate through materials. Oh, it's still not working yet. Something is. You know, you need that push. You need this, you know, unconscious, uh, you know, push to get over the edge. And certainly, when the Mirror Master shows up and kills Wally, (gasps) spoiler. (gasps) don't worry fans he still has time to do the ultimate sacrifice (laughs) by the way you mean barry yes i mean barry yeah yeah um that uh you know that that unlocks him and he's able to uh vibrate through stuff now the mirror master gimmick where the mirror master thinks that he kills barry Mm -hmm. is i still think a great (laughs) gimmick and a great red herring and if people watch uh Batman Brave and the Bold, they do that exact same gimmick in the cartoon series. Nice, nice. Ooh. Where Wally uh creates a you know a mirror image of himself and that's the one and actually it's not uh, mirror master, it's uh Abracadabra, I think. Um, or Cadabra that does it. Um but he does the same thing where they think it's really Barry that's dead, but it is just a duplicate of himself. Mm-hmm. And so I I like that. I think that that worked out really well. I, Matthew, I want you to flip to to issue number 2, page 12.
0: Yes.
1: Where Wally is running or yeah, Wally is running around. It's the top panel and he is running by a young little girl in a um in a stroller. Do, 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 do. And yes. now again, Coloring aside, I saw this, and again, this has been the first time I've seen this in probably 20 years. Uh, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Linda Park used to always have purple as her color. I'm wondering if this is a reference to Linda Park.
0: Baby Linda Park. Do you think yeah. the heavy set black man in the background is a reference to Chunk? <laughs> it
1: could be. <laughs> Although I don't remember Chunk looking quite so much the pimp uh, as... Uh, He's ready to tear the roof off. He That's might all be. I'm I like Chunk. Whatever happened to him?
0: Nothing. <laughs> still <laughs> hanging Bill around. When Bill Loeb's left The Flash, nobody else wanted to write no, Chunk. Okay. <laughs> so he's still out there somewhere. Post, He's
1: actually, post-Flashpoint, the only one who remembers the original okay. continuity. He actually has uh, the Earth uh, Earth Prime inside his little black hole stomach.
0: That's right. He's, he's living in a car outside of <laughs> Keystone City. <laughs> With Um, with all of his friends in the junkyard, Weird Harold is there, and Dumb Donald, (laughs) and uh, his little brother Russell. (laughs) Uh,
1: Did you like this? Did you like this story, uh, Matthew?
0: Oh heck, I love this story. For me, there's nothing better than uh, some art by Greg LaRoque on the Flash. I love. There's something awkward and beautiful about it all at the same time, especially where the hair
1: kind of goes wild in places.
0: The hair goes (laughs) wild, but when when the flashes are running. Greg LaRock is one of those guys who can draw really dynamic, awesome flashes that also look like they're about to fall on their face because they're in mid-stride. Yeah. And you kind of – I look at it and I'm like, it reminds me of like Ross Andrew in the 70s or uh, what uh, Carmine Infantino, the late Carmine Infantino now, like a week ago, Mm -hmm. did in the 40s where you'd have these characters who are running – and you've caught them at that moment where they're all like, derp, like Beyonce at the Super Bowl. But it works. And it's so wonderful to see them in action doing the running and they lean in and they don't look cool. Cool. But they look like for a split second, you saw them running at top freaking speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, the scene where Wally first takes off. He's running towards us. He's got one arm forward and his head leaned back and he looks like he's going, ah, Yeah, yeah. I love that sequence. It's, it's so trans, you know, it transcends the frozen medium to make it feel like he's really moving and mm-hmm. rushing towards us.
1: It's beautiful. The only problem that I have with art is, and it's more of a coloring issue. Than a an art issue is uh, issue four or the issue 65. Yeah, there's a
2: there's a the last one. Yeah, there's a pretty big mistake in it.
1: Yeah. So it's it's the big storm. Uh, Wally is so upset that he can't be he's lost his powers or he thinks he's lost his powers or his powers are are well, he can't
2: he can't. Yeah, he can't use his powers because he'll die. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, the big thunderstorm is raging outside, and he just can't take being around his father because his father's all mad at him all the time. Mm-hmm. And his dad's pounding on the door. Wally, open up. We need to talk. We need to go into the basement. The storm's getting worse. He doesn't hear an answer. He opens the door, and he we see the window open, so we're assuming that Wally has run outside. And unfortunately, the person who enters the room is colored to look like Wally. Wally. And not his dad. Right.
3: Yeah, that confused. And me. I
1: had to look at that a couple of times before I just said, Oh, what? this is an error. And then mm-hmm. I thought to yep. myself, Oh my god, this is a dig- digital edition. They could have gone in and tweaked that. At least I'm reading the digital edition you can get on Comixology. Yeah. Did you read that through that way too, Zach? No, I just can't the issues. Oh, okay. Um or yeah. you can get it at yeah. Amazon, you can get uh, get the whole thing there. Yeah. Um you'd think uh, somebody from Nebraska would know you don't climb a tall tree in a thunderstorm. You know joke.
2: <laughs> well, this is,
0: this is definitely the artist's rendition of Nebraska, by the way. Yes. Yeah,
2: because there are trees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For one, uh, there's also, you know, if you go anytime you get that. I always love it when we're in Nebraska and you see the mountains in the background. Or, uh, yeah. hey, this is taking place in Kansas City, and that's Kilimanjaro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's okay because it's a comic book. And if the fact that a man can run the speed of light is fine – but the fact that he climbs a tree in a thunderstorm because he's upset at his dad is his problem with our suspension of disbelief. We're douches and we need to move on. But yeah, that is a problem
1: because I'm a douche. What do you think of the art there, Zach?
3: Oh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Flash is one of those characters that I enjoy just watching people handle the speed. Like I forget who's doing the art on Flash now, mm. or Princess at least Manipool. Manipool. Yeah, mm. I love. I just love watching artists create and make it look how fast they're going and showing them like streaking through the panels at different uh i mean they they show the coloring difference and mm-hmm. show how where they've been and where, where they're going now and i and it did it really well here and i loved watching them just simply run through the city
1: yeah yeah um question matthew and you'll remember this better than i will when did uh When did they go with um, eyes in the mask as opposed to the white covering? Uh, And wasn't there a reason for that? Okay. Yeah, 91, it was
0: about the time that they did the Flash television show. They did some changes to make his uniform in the comics resemble the television show Flash a little better.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I always remember Barry's, or I'm sorry, Wally's (laughs) uh, had the white eyelets. And, you know, Barry had the blue eyes that you saw there.
0: Well, and the the V in the belt
1: mm-hmm. was
0: always Wally's thing, but that didn't happen until I, w- I want to say 90 or 91. OK, and that I mean, those changes also took away one of the most distinctive parts, which was the wings on the booties. Wally didn't have booty wings after the costume change with uh, the new belt.
1: Mm, OK. Is that a, such a big deal? That's what you like. Why is, that a, why is that a big
0: deal? Well, because The Flash had booty wings.
1: Well, I think as long Back as you have— Back to
0: 1941.
1: Uh, no, you know, it, wrong, wrong. I think as long as you got the uh, the wings on the ears that that works out too, right? No, it's for balance.
2: I'm sorry. I I, I need for somebody to say booty <laughs> wings uh, one booty more time. Well,
1: there is a nice—speaking of booty of uh, uh, issue four, page 15. Oh, um, stop. <laughs>
0: the boy is 14 years old. Get your mind out of the gutter.
1: Whatever happened to Grandpa Ira?
0: Grandpa Ira has Was he just a plot been,
1: device for this or was he always around?
0: No, he's always been a very minor part of the Flash mythos because it was Grandpa Ira who actually sent Iris back in time from the 30th century.
1: Right, 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 right. So um And that is the other thing, young Zach. Mm-hmm. Barry and Iris go travel to the future and have kids in the future, like thirtieth yeah. century future. Why? Because then that way they don't have to worry about any of their villains coming and finding. I mean, that's what Barry's big thing is in Uh the story is I don't want anybody to find out who I am because it's going to be a threat to my family and loved ones. Right. So if he and Iris can go live in the 30th century, they can have kids and all of their enemies are dead and no one knows who they are and they can just do their thing.
0: When you say why, I say 50 years of continuity. Just roll with it. (laughs)
1: it makes a better love story that way iris i'm gonna take you anywhere you want to go including the future the future so iris is i mean in the story iris isn't really dead i mean she's living in the future does everyone know that they're living in the future or just assume that she's dead too
0: oh she's dead dead well they, they think she's dead dead she died at the uh final crisis Nah, she did. She died. Did she
1: commit the ultimate sacrifice too?
0: She died in like 1982. I think she was murdered by the Reverse Flash. Oh, right, right, right. And then Barry went nuts and killed the Reverse Flash. And the last 20 issues of his book were his trial for manslaughter because he killed the Reverse
1: Flash. Ooh, the trial of Barry Allen. That's one we will put on the list. That's
0: like 30 issues
1: long. I know.
0: I I've read the story, and I don't
1: have time to read the story. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else on art or story, Rodrigo
2: art or story, Rodrigo. Yes.
1: Any other thoughts on the art or the story?
2: Art Mr. or Rodrigo. story. Uh, it was, I mean, I enjoyed reading it, but, um, and I get that there were a lot of like little shout outs to the, uh, silver age, but <laughs> I think to me, sometimes when something hits like silver age, critical mass, it's kind of a turnoff. off. um, and, uh, this got very close, you know, the whole, like, kid psychic thing. And, and, and the issue that, um, Kid Flash had the exact same costume as the Flash. Right. Um, and sometimes the art is kind of confusing as to who you're seeing. Um, if you yeah. can't see their chins, you know, yeah. other than, other than that, it was, I, it was, it was definitely enjoyable. It, it's a, it's a fun little thing, but, um, it's interesting to, like this is an interesting point because I've read other issues in this run, and sometimes it gets pretty serious. Sometimes it gets pretty dark, um, and it's interesting to see this as that starting point because things for Wally did start out actually, aside from you know the, the thunderstorm issue, in a pretty idyllic place, and then we move into areas that are you know a little bit more intense.
1: Right. 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 Yeah, there's even a very fascinating uh, tale and I forget if it was a Mark Wade story or who told it about how that lightning bolt came to be.
0: Mhm.
1: Mm. You remember the that one, one
0: with the one? I think if we're thinking about the same it's one. It's
1: basically the one Wally is trapped in time and he's trying to get back to Linda and this is the part of the story where Linda becomes his anchor and as he's moving through time well, Wally actually becomes the lightning bolt that struck the chemicals that turned him into the flash. It turned him into kid, Flash. kid flash. Yeah. yeah.
0: Barry had already, already at that point in time, gone back and become the lightning bolt that turned himself into the flash. Oh boy. So the flashes are in fact a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh boy. It's fascinating though, that, you know, for four years, Wally wore exactly the same costume as the flash. <laughs> and then for 20 years, he didn't. And then for six years, he did. But somehow those six years are more important than the 20 years where he didn't. I, I, it confused mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's that weird thing. And they made a reference to it at one point where when he first put on the Flash suit, he's like, I used to wear this. Which is kind of cool. I wore it when I, I think they retconned him back to a Bening ten or 12. But yeah, yeah. in the original stories, he was eight because all the sidekicks were kid sidekicks. Right. that were like eight years old. But I love the use of Wally as that know it all character that I've, I'm 22 and I've seen everything from the beginning of the universe forward, but still putting him in situations like, you know, dealing with his dad where he's out of his element and he's human and he's approachable or he's, you know, sometimes even a bastard. You don't, you don't always like Wally. Like when he's bad mouthing Barry directly to the flash's
4: face. Yeah. I mean, that's classic. That's a, that's a dumb kid move. move. And,
2: and it's, but, you know, from what I've read, it's very Wally West. He's always comes across as a very fallible character. Yeah. Um, if you watch the, um, there's a great episode. And again, because it's been basically said that he's a Wally. Um, well, I guess I do actually go through it. Um, the the episode of Justice League Unlimited where he switches brains with Lex, yeah, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, <laughs> just such a fantastic episode. That episode. Now to finally find out who the Flash is, mask off.
1: I have no idea who this person
2: is. <laughs> right, Um but. The, the idea that the moment that Lex Luthor gets his hands on the Flash's powers, he is 10,000 times more deadly than yeah, the yeah. and more effective than the Flash. Yeah, yeah. Because the Flash, you know, Wally West, is the fastest man alive, but he is in no way, in no way, the smartest man alive.
0: Mm-hmm. The real shame of this issue, or these, these four issues, this collected framistat. Right.
4: I read the original issues.
0: Uh, is the fact that Wally is in his original costume, and not his gold and red Kid Flash costume, which is, bar none, one of the greatest superhero costumes ever. Well, when, did, like they, when
1: did he switch into a Kid Flash costume?
0: Well, this is his Kid Flash costume.
1: Well, I mean the yeah. yellow the yellow and red. This, this the Team yellow Titans. suit was 1964. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: the, he first became the Flash, I think, in 1955. 19- five. Well, he became the Flash in Flash 110, which was either 59 or 60. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'd have to go looking. But in any case, it was like 25 issues later when Flash used his mind powers that he accidentally got uh, from an alien machine (laughs) to transform Wally's uniform from the red into the yellow. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, these things happen. It was the Silver Age. Just move on. (laughs) you just like, hey, that's awesome. Also, what I found that was really awesome, if you go back to his original incarnations, Wally has red hair, right? Right. Uh Wally has red hair. As Kid Flash, his second Kid Flash suit had an open cowl where you could see his hair. Right. Uh So, to get past this secret identity problem, what did Wally West do? Did he, A, start wearing a wig, B, dye his hair as Kid Flash, or C... Dye his regular identity hair brown so no one would know that the red haired kid Flash was him. Oh, Lord. The answer is <laughs> C. After having been Ginger for 10 years, all of a sudden he started dyeing his hair brown as Wally so that people would not know that he was the red haired
1: kid Flash. So, he, in, in part of his costume change, he was dyeing his hair. He was undying his hair because he he dyed his hair as Wally. Oh boy! But not
0: as Kid Flash. I believe Flash had something. Maybe it was the ring, or maybe it was a chemical formula that Flash invented that would turn Wally's hair brown, (laughs) 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 so no one would know that he was Kid Flash. Is that not just perfect? That's like so Silver Age.
1: No, it's something that. uh, Isn't that what something Supergirl did too? She wore a wig. She wore a wig, yeah, but yeah, no one yeah. knew
2: she was wearing a wig because it was a, a perfect <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: There's yeah. actually, yeah, there's actually been, there's a handful of superheroes kicking around that wear wigs or actually dye their hair. I believe some incarnations of the question, actually, he has a spray where he dyes his As hair. His, yeah, that's yeah, part
0: yeah.
1: of the chemical reaction, yeah.
0: At yeah. one point, uh, this is completely off topic, the Red Tornado, who is an android with a steel face, wore a rubber human mask over his steel face. Right. And people didn't know.
2: Well, you know how real car- cartoon plastics
1: are so real oh, uh,
2: absolutely you guys you guys ever uh you guys remember the ninja turtles cartoon where they would wear those like horrendous yes fat guy masks yes. uh, <laughs> like i like those because they were horrendous like that actually it didn't make sense that they could move the lips and stuff but i was like if anybody saw that they would be like Look at those horrendous
0: looking <laughs> people. They would go, our, oh my God, those guys look like mutated turtles yeah. wearing rubber mats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for once, we would not be facetious about it. Right. Them.
1: All right. So I guess the bottom line is Force I really situations. like I really like this. This is a great start to Mark Wade's flash run. Uh, the art is good. The story is good. Uh, you know, even though it borders on the cheesy at many times, uh, but I really think it's wonderful. Matthew, what about you?
0: There are a few creator-character pairings that are perfectly iconic for me. Neil Adams' Drawing Green Lantern, always perfect. Dave Cockrum's X-Men, to a lesser degree, John Byrne's X-Men, but strangely enough, not Chris Claremont's X-Men, even though he wrote for both, never mind, bygones. But Wally West, as written by Mark Wade, for me, is Wally West. This is what Wally West is like. Even though there were 60 issues before this of him being the Flash and many issues of New Teen Titans and years and years of him being a sidekick, this will always be issue 62. That's where Wally West exists. That's where he first showed up for me. And that's awesome. And it's horrifying on Wade's second run on the character how badly it goes off the rails. But he he even admitted
1: it. He even admits it. Oh, no screwed it up and that's that's no shot at wade
0: i mean no no no. they couldn't they couldn't figuratively speaking capture capture lightning lightning in the the bottle yes (laughs) but here they did and it's truly amazing and i think anybody who likes comics whether you like the flash or not this is if you say to me i don't like the flash what flash should i read this is Mm -hmm. one of the things i would say start here this is good Mm -hmm. comics this is good storytelling it has a flash in it a couple of flashes in it But it's really, really well, well,
1: Hiccupy. All right. What about you, uh, Rodrigo? Uh,
2: This book has everything you need to know about the Flash. Um, That there was a guy. Yes, that there was a guy named Barry Allen. There's a better guy named Wally West. um, (laughs) That one of the few ways of stopping the Flash is to literally just drop something in front of him. Um, That the Flash some sometimes develops weird speed powers, and sometimes doesn't have them. Um, That uh, The Flash is actually secretly about a guy who kind of doesn't have it together, but has a really interesting family dynamic at any given point. And I think the stronger Flash stories do fall back on that family dynamic, either for the, mostly in the West family. Um, So if you, yeah, if you want a place to start with The Flash, this is the place to do it. Um, Personally, uh, there's, I, I would like to read the meat of the Wade run, um, as opposed to you know uh, the, the going forward, um, <laughs> because because this is very recap. This is this is him sure, saying, sure. okay, the universe has just like done this weird contorty thing. This is how history actually happened, you guys. Going forward,
1: I want to say that somewhere around the mid seventies through 120 or something like that are probably the best issues of Mark Wade's, the flash. I want to say there like issue go. 86 or something.
0: Uh, terminal velocity.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then going There's forward because, stuff, you know, terminal velocity, terminal velocity leads right up to, um, issue what 99 when, um, when Bart Allen is introduced mm-hmm. and then you hit the zero what? hour and then you move forward uh, from there. So,
0: Thought Bart
1: was in ninety one. Well, maybe he is ninety one. So it's it's right around in that it's right around on that t- time frame yeah, because that's area. when that's when the entire Flash pantheon of characters comes out. And if you <laughs> wanted to know that there's more than one yeah. Flash character, Zach, then you know that that range is where you want to read it because you're going to read about Max Mercury, a guy from the old 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 West. You read about Johnny Quick and Jesse Quick and uh, Jay Garrick and Barry and Quick. yeah Barry and quickie uh, Kowali and the could. tornado twins and the red rockets and all these guys so
3: okay <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so here's the big question Zach. yes what did you think of this i really enjoyed this little run of flash uh it set up wally uh i thought really well and uh made him um a interesting superhero much like uh most superheroes tend to be interesting, at least when they start. Um, so uh, no, I really enjoyed wait, I mean, the art. Was the art was uh really good to watch them run around and zip around, and there was that some there was some few mistakes and stuff I didn't quite find perfect, but overall I thought the art was really well done. Um, to say the least, it made makes me want to continue reading Mark Wade's run on the Flash, which, um. Is, is good, because I I like... Sometimes old comics are nice.
1: I don't know if they have his entire run over at Comicsology. I didn't not look really to see quick. how high it went up. Um, But uh, if you go up into the... I think it's 110s, 120s, you're getting a good bulk of his stuff yeah. right there. Uh,
0: did I you really just call 1990 one? old comics? Because...
2: You sure did. If, if I could get I out did. of this chair. Oh
1: <laughs> if you God. can get out of this chair.
0: That's 25 years ago. That's not old comics.
1: Well, considering that his dad is only about four years older than we are. Yeah. Well, you're older
0: than me. So.
3: They have...
0: <laughs> You'll always be older than me, Steven.
3: When did Mark Wade end? I want to say in the 120s. Mark
0: Wade is still alive, dude.
3: Uh, um, Why are you laughing? A, there are five <laughs> issues missing between 115 and 120.
1: All right, so you get up that high then you should be all right. Yeah. But that that'll at least get you all the good stuff. So start reading now. Every week I'm going to ask you what what new flash story you read.
3: All right. All, all right. Well,
1: I think that that wraps it up for this installment of the Major Spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading issue 515 and playing being a part of and playing a part of the Major Spoilers experience. Couldn't do this without you, our fine listeners out there everywhere. Oh, coming okay. up, Zach on Film, Zach people wanting to know what comes film. up next, Fast Times Ridgemont High, that comes up later <laughs> in the week, depending on when you're listening to it, or, if you haven't checked it out, you need to check out the Major Spoilers Podcast Network Master Feed, it has all the shows in the network, including Wayne's Comics, which is only available through that Master Feed, uh, if you're looking for, somebody said the other day, hey, is there a standalone feed for Dueling Review, yes, you can go onto iTunes, mm-hmm. or you can get the, uh, XML, uh, uh, RSS feed for dueling review. It's got its own feed, but if everybody just wants to go into the master feed and get everything that we produce, that would be swell. That would be awesome. Why? XML. Because we know that you love comics. and We do too. We will talk with you soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at major spoilers.com. Visit major spoilers at major spoilers.com. And be sure to check out the major spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers.
4: That is a vision of a Superman. I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as that comic book store guy knew. He kicked my butt out on the corner. Yeah, what a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Oh, wait, I think I found a better way if I was hulking green or gray. I could just buzz through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then would deal with all those tanks and bombs and guns have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on guess i need to rethink this plan how would i bag and board my comics with such huge hands guess i already told ya. what a major spoiler surprised to find that I might actually have the heart cold to follow an entire storyline. What I really even need to keep up on all those escapades. I mean, who needs such distractions when your sister's such a babe? But the downside is such a beast. Being caught up in a fun V in the Middle East with a king's at the wind soldier.
1: Spoilers is copyright 2013.